The Chicago Bears have made a new signing due to all the injuries in their secondary. We're also going to talk about key matchups for the Chicago Bears in their Week 4 game against the Denver Broncos. And we got comments from Matt Eberflus. We're going to get into all that plus some more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. I'm the host here, Hayes. More importantly, you guys can follow the channels at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform we happen to be on. With that being said, let's go ahead and get to the content for today. And first up, the Chicago Bears have signed quarterback Joan uh, Williams uh, right to the active roster. This is a former second round pick in 2020. He spent uh, his first four seasons with the Patriots. Listen, the kill Harry we got from the Patriots last year as well. Uh, he did sign with the Vikings this offseason, but was one of the members of the final uh, roster cuts down there. Uh, in his four seasons, he's appeared in 36 games. He has one start, 44 tackles, eight pass breakups, and one QB hit in four years. What is the signal for the Chicago Bears secondary is that it's in dire straits right now is where the Chicago Bears secondary is with all the injuries. And so, you know, it's tough. I know the next man up mentality should be a thing for every NFL team. You're, you're very rarely going to have a fully healthy team, but the Bears have so many injuries all in the same, all in the secondary that it's going to be hugely just big for the Bears to really overcome that. When you look at the injury report uh, yesterday in practice, Josh Blackwell, Eddie Jackson, Jalen Johnson, and Tyreek Stevenson all did not practice. And then you look at, oh, I'm sorry, Tyreek Stevenson looks like he was a he was a full participant in practice yesterday, so I take that back on Tyreek Stevenson. But then you add to that to already Kyler Gordon being out, right? So it, it's 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 a lot of injuries in that secondary. While this signing, I don't think is going to be anything huge, right? It just it just shows how how much uh, how many injuries we have just in that secondary. So we're going to see what the Bears can do to overcome that. Um, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. And so you know, uh, do not be surprised if we continue to see. Uh, some struggles from that secondary for the foreseeable future, but it's going to give other players opportunities to step up. Tyreek Stevenson may be a go for the game. Uh, Terrell Smith, both, you know, rookies, they're going to get really a lot of opportunities to shine. We brought in this veteran piece. So, you know, we'll see what the what the Bears can do in their secondary, but do not be surprised if it's going to be, it's going to be pretty ugly there for a little while. But in talking about pretty ugly, so in the battle of the uh, the toilet bowl between the Denver Broncos and the uh, the Chicago Bears, you know, we want to talk about some of the the biggest matchups that the Bears are going to have in that game. And I think when it comes down to it, when you look at it, the first thing that, the, that we got to look at for the Chicago Bears is just how the Bears are, are going to, you know, run the ball against that defensive line that Denver has. That is a something that you do not want to, you know, overlook. Now, they did allow 350 yards last week against the Dolphins. So, you know, Justin Fields and Roshan Johnson – and when you add in Khalil Herbert, overall, the Chicago Bears running game, we should see a very heavy run offense from the Chicago Bears. And that's something we haven't really seen the team have a lot of success in, right? I think we rank 16th right now in overall rushing. This is after we were number one in the league last year in, in, in rushing. So, you know, seeing Justin Fields, Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson all really feast against that Denver Broncos defensive line. This is the time to try to start getting some of those things on track, right? And the Bears right now have been running a lot just straight up the middle with, with most of their runs, haven't done too much on the outside. This is a time where the Bears can start working that in, right? And so, you know, we'll see there. I'm not going to be surprised if, if uh, Roshan Johnson and Khalil Herbert both have big games, have the potential to have big games, but this is going to be one of those games where 
you know, the running game should be one of the things that we rely on heavily in this game because the Denver Broncos are so susceptible to being uh, to, to a, a solid rushing attack. So let's see the Bears get back on track there. And overall, really, it's going to come down to, you know, Luke Getze um, against the Denver Broncos defense. This is the game where, listen, if Getze ever wanted to pad some stats, right, if he ever wanted to really take a look or, or, or show, you know, the depthness of his of his playbook, if it, if it's even there, this is the time to do it, especially against when you look at the defensive coordinator of Vance Joseph over there on the other side of the ball. So, listen, you, you, both these uh, two off, uh, coordinators are struggling. Uh, 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 so, you know, Vance Joseph struggling, Luke Getzey struggling. So we got to see how that's going to come along. Can Luke Getzey draw up a good enough offensive playbook to really come out that? And we'll see if the, if the Bears can do that. And then overall, how the Bears secondary is going to stand up, right? While the different Broncos and no stretch of the imagination are this amazing passing team, right? Um, but you you do want their Broncos right now eighth in the league in passing, right? So they average 245 yards passing per game. We got to step, we got to, you know, be prepared for that. But, you know, this secondary cannot allow the Denver Broncos to have a big day against them. So, you know, that's some things to watch as well. When you look at the, how everything matches up, the Denver Broncos coming in here with the eighth ranked uh, rush, uh, passing offense. The Bears are 31st in the league. Rushing offense, the Bears are actually 17th, whereas the Denver Broncos are 20th. So there you want to see as well. And in total offense, the Denver Broncos are 15th, while the Chicago Bears are 29th, right? So this is going to be one of those uh, things where it comes down to how each offense execute against the respective defenses. The Chicago Bears uh, offense hasn't left much to be desired at all this season. 29 out of 32 teams is, you might as well say you're dead last, right? We're averaging 250 total yards per game. This is going to have to be a game where the Bears get considerably more than that, right? And you look at uh, first downs, the different Broncos are right now 17th in first down. So the Chicago Bears defense is giving up a lot of fourth downs this year. So hopefully that, I mean, uh, a third down. So you got first downs, I should say. So you got to look at that and we'll end up seeing, man. Um, and then as far as the defensive side of the ball, right now, the Chicago Bears have allowed 13 offensive sacks so far uh, this year. That's 30th, tied for 30th in the league, whereas Denver Broncos aren't too much ahead of us at 24th, right? So we got to be able to take care, take care of that as well. It, you know, at, right now the Bears are struggling in every facet of the game. We're 30th ranked defense, but listen, the the um the Denver Broncos come in as the 29th ranked defense, right? So this is your invitation to a masterclass in engineering and design. Your ticket to go from zero to 60 with the Lexus Performance Line. A feeling this dynamic is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the exhilaration of the Lexus Performance Line and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. There you go. Got to take advantage of that. Uh, both defenses struggling. Our rush to defense is 20th, whereas the Denver Broncos are dead last in the NFL at 32nd in rushing defense. That goes back to what we said before. This is where the, the Bears' rushing attack has to be on point and prepared because you do not want to allow the Denver Broncos to go completely off on you. So that's some of the things that you want to look for. Players that you don't want to allow to go off. Russell Wilson, you just don't want to allow Russ to go off. He, he needs to be on his way up out of the NFL. But you know that him and, him and Sutton, you do not want to allow them to carve up your, your secondary. If they do, um, throwing Mims in that as well, the other wide receiver, it could be a long night for the Chicago Bears secondary, but they're going to have to step up and be prepared regardless of who's in, who's out. You cannot allow this team to completely blow you up 
with their passing attack because if you do, it's going to be the same results as the last three weeks for the Chicago Bears, and we're tired of it, right? Utterly tired of it. I know I am, right? I won't speak for the whole Bears community, but I'm tired of it, and this defense has so much that they need to show to even just be a, a solid defense, to have anything positive to say. It, it, it hasn't been. And Matt Eberflus, now that it's you know it's been confirmed, he will be calling the defensive plays for the rest of the season. I kind of told you guys, do not expect them to bring in a different coordinator here at the mid part of the season. So it's going to be on Matt Eberflus for the rest of the season to, to, to call that defense. And I don't know about you guys. I don't have too much faith in it. I'm just going to be honest. Don't have very much faith in it at all. And then when you hear Matt Eberflus say things like this, I think we're real close. Real close. I really do. I know a lot of people say uh, it's a far way away. I don't believe that. I think we're close. I think it's more about the details of the individual person. Uh, if we just keep doing the right things, uh, th- right things are going to happen. Listen, I get that you do that, but you got to ask yourself, what the fuck are you doing right? Right, right now, what have you? What are you doing right as a defense? Not a goddamn thing. As an offense, very little. To not a goddamn thing there as well. This team has to look at themselves, and if you if you can't come out in 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 this toilet bowl and and look like a goddamn NFL team, a, a competent NFL team. You might as well give up the season, right? And I know a lot of Bears fans are already at this point with the season, saying the Bears are tanking or should be tanking or whatever else that is. You, we have to come into this game and act like we want to go about business, right? This team looks defeated. This team looks like it doesn't give a damn. This team looks like they've given up on the coaches and themselves, and that is not something that is going to to. It's not going to be well or taken well in in Bears Nation. It's just not right. We can deal with losing. That is one thing about the city of Chicago and the Chicago sports team. Hard-fought teams that lose, we still going to be pissed, but we can understand it. This team doesn't even look competent. This team doesn't look like it wants to compete. This team doesn't look like it like it's like it gives a damn. And that is the thing that is most frustrating with this, right? Now, Luke Getzey has come out and said that Justin Fields has been better with getting all the teammates on the same page, and that's cool. I, I hear that. But I need to see it on the field because right now you can be all on the same page and that page leads to nothing but sucking, right? If that's the same page that you're on, listen, you got you got so much left to be desired for and we deserve better as Chicago Bears fans. Hell, the players should want better for themselves. Everybody out there looks like trash, utter trash. And, you know, you can talk about, you know, the performance of Chase Claypool and things like that. But at the end of the day, this is this hurts them. This hurts. I hate seeing this team compete or not or fail to compete and just looks like a team that does that is already given up in week three. Week three, this this team looks defeated. We haven't even made it through a quarter of the season yet. And this team already looks like they are ready to give up. And that, my friends, is a huge problem in Bears Nation. And like I said before, uh, once you lose the team, I do think that the last week was kind of, even though it's not the final pin in the sense that Matt Eberflus got fired, but that was just the, the performance of seeing how that team failed to come out, looked like they had a game plan, did not execute the game plan well. I'm over the Matt Eberflus experiment as of right now. Does he have time to turn me around on it? Yeah. Does my, me being upset with uh, the, the, the coaching of Matt Eberflus really matter? No, it depends on how Ryan Poles looks at it. But this team, we need a win. We need a win. And this you know, it's disgusting. And, you know, you got people asking what are the Bears going to do at the trade deadline? Can they move a Chase Claypool? Should they look to move a Yannick Ngakwe? And here's what I'll say right now. If you can get value back for anybody, and I doubt you can get value back for Chase Claypool, 
it, it you, 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 at this point, I wouldn't be mad if they looked at it. If we keep losing, right, what's the point of holding on to them past the trade deadline? And if we just look like we just are going to be a team that's going to be in the goddamn pits all season long, right? And that's what it looks like right now for the Chicago Bears. I hate to say it. I wish I can say more positive. I like to be uh, uh, optimistic when it comes to my teams. But listen, this right now is a is a is a it's ugly. It's ugly right now. And so you know we'll, we'll end up seeing it, man. And what this team can do um, right now, we kind of know that this team is in a purgatory as sorts, and it doesn't seem like we're going to be coming out of it anytime soon. But hey, I love to be wrong on that one, man. We got to see. What Justin can do coming into this game, does he step his game up? Can either one of our running backs in Roshan or Khalil Herbert get over 100 yard rushing? I think they can this time. And we need this Chicago Bears defense to stand up. Can we limit the the um, the Denver Broncos to less than 200 yards passing, right? Those are some of the things I would love to see in this game. I doubt we're going to see it, but that's my hope. Let me know what you guys think on everything down below. Tomorrow's the mailbag, so make sure you guys get in your Chicago Bears questions and everything. Make sure you're following the show at Shy, Shy Bear Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns, ChicagoBearCentral at gmail.com. And then lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. Thanks to you guys. And like we like to end every episode on, Shy Town up, but bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media. Media.